0: I went to a Catholic school. Okay. Um, and it was actually in my uncle's church because my uncle is a priest. Okay. And my mom got a call saying that I'm having issues counting because once I get past 10, I say Jack Queen King <laughs> instead of 11, 12, 13. Peekaboo, you fuck you
1: i see
2: you you motherfucker. do you want to talk or do you want to bet we had two bags of grass 75 pellets of mescaline five sheets of high-powered water acid
1: a
3: salt shaker half full of cocaine a whole galaxy of multicolored uppers downers screamers lappers also, a quarter tequila, quarter rum, case of beer, pint of raw ether, two dozen amos.
2: Counting cards is a foolproof system.
3: It's also illegal.
2: It's not illegal, it's frowned upon, like
1: masturbating on an airplane. I'm pretty sure that's illegal, too. Yeah, maybe
3: after 9 11, where everybody gets some sensitive. Thanks a lot, VidMod. Not...
1: Well, welcome back to Vegas Confessions. How you guys doing? I'm back with another episode. I'm Julian. I'm back with my two co-hosts. How you guys doing?
3: Good. I'm Kelly. Vince.
1: I'm doing good. Good, man. It's it's exciting. This week's the casino's opening. There's a <laughs> lot going on. So, you know, there's a lot we wanted to talk about. But before we get into anything, I want to run some shout-outs real quick. I got one good one. Christy Parks from the Everything Atlantic City Boardwalk Casinos on Facebook. She has a group on there and she has a lot of people who are posting cool pictures and memes and casino related stuff but one thing that's really cool is this lady started only a couple years ago and she's been on it like every day she posts and she's got some pretty cool followers because they'll post stuff like yesterday I saw one of a lady who's has a face mask and she's ready to go to the casino and it's got this little side pouch that opens for a hole for a straw (laughs) and she's drinking a drink with the the hole open and yeah she's throwing the flat back down afterwards so i was like oh that's pretty funny but she did she reached out to us to let us know she's really enjoying the podcast kelly she mentioned you in particular that you're really funny and she loves the lady's perspective on the show so oh uh, thank you yeah very kind words so christy thank you very much and appreciate you listening so you guys definitely if you guys are into gambling and especially the Atlantic side, or Atlantic City side of things, go check out this page. Join the group. We're, I'm always on there. I share posts on there when it comes to the podcast, too. So, of course, go check her out. Very cool people. Any you guys got shout-outs?
0: Uh, I don't, actually. Okay. I've just been quarantining up, so <laughs> you
3: How know. about a shout-out to my local casinos that will be opening this week? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Uh.
1: If you yeah. think she's excited, man, you should see her fucking mom, man. She is so ready to go.
3: My mom is seventy-one, and she is thoroughly excited. Like, yeah. and my dad's mentioned like <laughs> this is the longest she's ever been without gambling. You know, and you know, like she doesn't play lottery tickets. We, I, I got her lottery tickets for Mother's Day because I yeah. couldn't figure out what to get her. No scratchers. Scratchers, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the, the yeah, yeah, the scratchers. But she doesn't buy them for herself, and she was so excited just to open something that yeah. had gambling emphasis. Yes, yeah. and she, you know, she won like thirty bucks. Or or something yeah. like that, but I mean, she misses it so much. And my dad's like, "Yeah, our pocket bits are fat these past couple of months." He's like, "He's like, I wouldn't mind if they they stayed closed for a couple more months." And boy, once once she heard and got confirmation that her favorite casino is opening on Thursday, yeah, she has been lit up yeah. all day long. Yeah. I mean, she and she's she's emphatic. She's like, I'll be there. Be there at 9. I'm going to be there before 9. I'm going I'll, I'll be there in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so. and,
1: and we're not mentioning any names to certain casinos or anything obviously, but when we mentioned it to her, she found some news out yesterday. And so then I found out for sure recently and I mm-hmm. called her. And I let her know and she's like, oh, yes, I gotta
0: hear her clapping
1: in the background. She's so excited. I started cracking up. Like, man, crack me up, Susan. So, so, so.
3: it opens Thursday morning. We don't plan on seeing her probably till Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. I'm really not. Yeah. And she doesn't Bullshit. answer her phone when she's there.
1: Shit, She's already said she's booking a room for three days, and I'm staying with her, she said. So <laughs> we're going. So, but on top of that, I did, I wanted to mention that in the future, we've mentioned to them that, you know, we wanted to record with them because they have some really good stories. Because even like the other night, we were having dinner and... And it just slips out (laughs) over dinner she's like oh yeah i remember one night i was gambling on blackjack for like 36 hours i was like oh one night huh i mean what the hell where did this come from so we have so much to ask her she's full of stories and she's (laughs) like i said she's very like kelly she doesn't care she likes to gamble she's gonna do her thing and that's it and it's it's very fun to listen to her just talk about her story and she's
3: funny because julian's like you gambled that long. She like same table, same chair. Like just just to be specific, I was at the same table and in the same chair yeah. for thirty six hours. Kind of wow. like like top that, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Ricky, yeah. It was probably one of
0: those ones where she kept hitting enough. Bonus was it slot or no? She over? was
3: blackjack. blackjack, and it, what was, in Be- me. it was in wow. Vegas. It oh, was it was okay. old school, like probably in the nineties, eighties, yeah. yeah, late eighties, early nineties, when she was a little younger and probably couldn't. She I'm, I'm not gonna say anything because she could probably do still do all nighters. She's she has once in a while. She's fun. Yeah, seventy one, and she's yeah. I wouldn't, doubt, see, yeah, yeah. She, I wouldn't <laughs> doubt it either. I wouldn't put it past her.
1: That's awesome. So, <laughs> one of the first things I wanted to jump into is. The gambling aspect, growing up, getting introduced to gambling, you know, we've heard a little bit of Vince's story here on the show, you know, how he was thrown into it. So I did. I wanted him to dive more into how that went and how, you know, he remembers that and why that sticks to him so much. And Kelly, you have a very good story, obviously. And like I've said on the show, I've been introduced basically because (laughs) of you, you know, I, I, before you, I was never gambling. I was never doing any of this. I wasn't, you know. I didn't love it the way I do. I didn't like casinos or care about it or even been to one. Still don't gamble. Yeah, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So, anyway, so what I thought was funny is we were at the in laws again Mm -hmm. and having lunch one day, and she pulls out this, it's it's a framed newspaper, right? Yeah,
3: it was framed in. Gosh, what was the date on it? Did you write it down?
1: I do have the date. This article is called The Tempo, and it was the local newspaper at the time, and it's dated. July 19, 1987, and it talks about the game of Pinochle and how it's very popular amongst the people in this, in this little town of Riverdale, and it had a big article about the game and how long it's been going on for 30 years at that point, so doing the math, we're now at like 70 years, yeah. you know, so but in this article they were talking about these guys who play this game frequently all the time at this place basically you know
3: 5 days a week yeah. my my dad After said lunch, yeah. from 1 to 4 like yeah. that it was their spot people just showed up sometimes they would have a couple tables going. Right. It just depended. My and, dad was And it selling was up. just
1: like in a little cafe in the middle of the town, you know? Mm-hmm. So It uh,
0: wasn't at the Busy
3: Bee? I remember. Was- <laughs> <there we go. laughs> they didn't open till after that time, I think, yeah. right? Like 5 o'clock wow. at night. <laughs> yeah.
1: So what was really cool is they talked about the aspect of, you know, this game and how these guys have been playing it for so long, how it's been going on for so long. It's a family tradition and it's been picking up and getting popular. Well, in these pictures... Is you know there's a few of them. There's a uh, picture of the actual cafe. There's a picture of the inside of the place, and then there's a picture of Kelly's great grandfather.
3: No, grandpa. Oh, I Kelly's just grandfather,
1: grandpa. and he's sitting there at the peanut uh, at the table with, with his cards. cards in his hand, cigarette in his mouth,
3: <laughs> cigar, and, yeah, cigar, cigar yes. in his mouth, and to guess. his
1: very left is a, a a notepad of paper, and then there's nine-year-old little Kelly in the portrait just watching him play just yeah, watching just like yeah oh yeah i mean just watching her watching him play and do his thing and i was like are you serious right now and i'm reading more into it and it goes into detail about how he's ran some of the longest sessions of the game mm-hmm. and he's been doing it with like his uh local friends and stuff and that like you know this is something they did for years and that one of my favorite lines of the whole thing let me grab this real quick let me look up this line i have it saved
3: my dad, my dad was telling us, you know, like recapping it. Cause you know, I was really young Yeah. and he was like, you know, you know, guys would come, they'd play a few years. Some would die. Somebody else would come in and take their <laughs> place. It's like next at the table, you know, but it was an ongoing. If you were. Did you remember it, Kelly,
0: before you found the. That's the what I was going to ask. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I always remember my grandpa Ken. We went down. Uh, no, no.
0: But I mean, did you remember taking that picture? Yeah, the oh article? yes.
3: I remember being down oh, okay. there. Yeah. I remember it was a big deal. My mom's like. They're going to do an article about grandpa. And I'm, you know, we were down there probably two, three times a week because it was literally like a mile from our house, this place. Right. And um, my mom was friends with the owners as well. And so, you know, it was a place you went down for, you know, biscuits and gravy on the weekends. And my dad would go down there three or four times a week for iced tea while he was working or things like that. Um, so it's just a very small town. So place. this is your mom's dad? Uh, it, is, it is my dad's dad. My dad's dad. And my dad is not a gambler. So it's funny how it skipped him.
0: Well, that's why I was thinking it was your mom's dad. Right. Exactly. Him to her to you. Oh, yeah.
3: And my my everybody's got the bug. Yeah. And my my dad and actually he has my dad has a one brother and two sisters. None of them gamble. So it, it literally right. just skipped him because my, my grandpa was a gambler. He, you know, he didn't go to Vegas too often, but he loved the horses. He loved betting on, you know, those kinds of things. So he right. liked a good bet. Um, his kids, though, all all missed that.
0: Oh, I've seen it where, where either the kids are heavy duty into the gambling like their parents were yeah. or they totally shun it. it, yeah. it it's, it's usually not in between. It's either dad always used to do that and I hate it or dad used to do it and I loved it. Right. And You know, so I was the same way, but I I followed my dad, you know, he was all into it, and I just, I got the hook right away,
3: too.
1: So here's one of my favorite parts about this article. It talks about the guys who used to play and how often they played, but here's my favorite line. Do they play for money? (laughs) Of course they do not play for money. That would be gambling, and we all know that Riverdale men don't gamble, Nobody does anything illegal in Riverdale. (laughs) But, yeah, it's a really cool article, and I thought that was really neat because, obviously, you know, we've talked about Kelly being in the gambling scene with her family, and that's, you know, it was no secret to them. They played games growing up. So, obviously, you know, I thought that was cool, and that's kind of Kelly's nature why, you know, it's no... It's no secret to any of her side of the family. They know, hey, well, we're going to the palace or we'll run into family members at the palace. and like like, hey, there's no, hey, what are you doing here? Like, <laughs> right. hey, what's up? Are you ready right. to go? You know, that's what
0: I like about her family.
1: <laughs> They're really cool. So Vince, you have a very cool story, too. I wanted you to
0: talk about the original the horse racing one. The original yes. one. Okay, so I didn't know much about gambling, but my dad was, he's always been a horse player and a crapshooter. I mean, that's all I really remember of him. I mean, we gambled at the table and stuff like that. But my original gambling story was my dad snuck me out from under my mom, I guess, one day and said he was taking me out or to a ball game or whatever. And he ended up taking me to the racetrack. (laughs) And just for fun, he had me pick I think it was four horses. I can't. Remember. I think I, I think that's what I said the first time. It, the the memory comes and goes, but yeah. it was either a trifecta or it was a, a four horse uh, pick. It and it came in and it hit for like a thousand dollars. Well, you know, it, as a kid, you don't at four years old, you don't really know what a thousand dollars is, but you yeah. see your dad jumping up and down and all his friends jumping up and down, and you know they're asking me for picks and stuff. So that was my original. Foray into it, he gave me like a hundred dollars, and today I'm like, oh my god, you know, 1970s. He gave me a hundred dollars today. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my god. But back then, I was like, I don't know, you know, I, really, I don't even know if I spent it or lost it. I really don't. Um, but you know, I always remember, you know, the card games at the table where you play for pennies or M&Ms or or whatever. You know, he was the first one that showed me blackjack and poker. But when he showed me poker originally, I think it was either five-card stud or seven-card stud. Like, it, it, Hold'em wasn't the thing back then. Yeah. Um, you know, not the way that the way that they show it now. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say, actually, you know what? It might have been the game that he showed me was five-card draw. I think that was the one because I remember he used to tell me, okay, what don't you like and throw it away? So that would be five-card draw. And just I was fascinated with it from the beginning. Um my dad taught me how to count on on a deck of cards. And the funny thing was, was I would do ace, two, three, four. I would do, you know, one, two, three, four. I would get to 10. Yeah. But then I wouldn't go 11, 12. I would go Jack, Queen, King. So I actually remember my mom getting a phone call. I got in trouble at school one time because when we were doing, I want to say it was preschool or, or kindergarten. I can't remember which it was. Yeah. I went to a Catholic school, Okay. Um, and it was actually in my uncle's church because my uncle is a priest. Okay. And my mom got a call saying that I'm having issues counting because once I get past 10, I say Jack, Queen, King instead <laughs> of 11, 12, 13. And so I always remember that story, my mom and my dad, like, arguing. And he's like, who gives a shit? He can still count. And then that it was just a big fight. And then my uncle, who is my dad's brother, is the priest. And he's like, Joe, you know, you think this is the best thing to, to teach him? And he's yeah. like, hey, my son can count. How are the other kids doing? Yeah, and then yeah. they were like, <laughs> up to 10. He's actually ahead of everybody. <laughs> but after that, we have problems. And just... So, I mean, it's just, it's, he and bred it from the beginning with me, like just from the start, there was horse races and everything else. And, you know, the Meadowlands and, uh, Monmouth racetrack. And, uh, I remembered my dad taking me to Belmont racetrack and, but what's funny is horses is not my thing. Like when the Fresno, uh, horse races come for the big fair, I, I love going. But that is literally the only horse racing. Oh, I'm sorry, I will do the Kentucky Derby, but that's just for for the grandeur of it. You know, you you got to get a you got to get some money down on a horse in the in the Kentucky Derby. But other than that, it, the Fresno Fair is literally the only horse bets that I'll put all year long. Damn man. Like it! Like it, it's just that's it's not been my thing. But he'll call me all the time and say, "I love this horse. Just watch and see if it wins, and it does or it doesn't." But it yeah. Uh, I hate that pig. It's still running. That, that's <laughs> what my dad will call me when it, when he loses. But that's the thing. My dad was always a craps guy. Um, that's actually his biggest love, but because he's a couple hours away from Atlantic City and he's in his 70s, it's been a while now. Yeah. But that's always been his thing is craps and horses. And for some reason, the horses just don't – it doesn't grab me like it grabbed him.
1: Ah, uh, okay. How cool. but other than
0: that it's always been competitive like at the kitchen table he was always playing something he was always teaching me something even if it was board games it was like super competitive like he was the type <laughs> of dad he would teach me chess i knew i knew how to play chess at like four years old as well you know i didn't know the strategies or whatever but i knew how the pieces moved yeah. and, and you know don't just think about what you're doing think about what i'm doing think a move ahead think you know think two moves ahead if you can that type of thing and but he was the type of dad. he wouldn't let me win yeah if you won you won but if it, 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 he wasn't going to just throw the game so so there was a lot of times i got pissed but <laughs> it also it drove me to get better at it like it drove me nuts that i couldn't beat him you know there were times that oh, i hate him he never lets me win and yeah. i never win but looking back at it it probably helped me more than anything because yeah. it wasn't nothing was given to me. I had to fight for it, yeah. you know that type of thing. So
1: kept challenging you. And how cool is right, that? That exactly. I'm just finding out now that Vince likes the horse races. I like going to the horse races, <laughs> so we're gonna be doing that pretty soon yeah. too. Hell yeah! Yeah.
0: I, I, and it, truthfully, it's the only one I go to every year. But but I do go. I don't know what it's gonna look like this year. But right, as long um, as we still
3: have a fair, we I mean, yeah, right, yeah. They're planning right. on it.
0: Might be so, all mobile betting. Yeah, we'll see. So, And then that was the other thing, too. My dad was saying uh, that I think Meadowlands and stuff, I think it opens in like two weeks or something like that. So he's getting a little excited.
1: Nice.
0: We um, talked him into getting an iPhone because he's the old school flip <laughs> phone. He just needs it to call and that's it. But we got it so he can put FanDuel and stuff on there so I can keep him out of the racetrack. Yeah. I, can, I, you know, place your bets at home and I'd rather he stay home and be safe, so.
1: Those are awesome stories, guys. And I and I when I saw the article, I was like, you know, Kelly, she's given us a little background of her. But then this popped out, and I was like, oh, this is awesome. We gotta talk about this. So awesome. Well, let me ask you this, When You
0: talked about uh, it, it, was you your family wasn't like they didn't gamble on anything? My
1: my mom never really gambled like that. Um it wasn't that my grandma would talk about going to play bingo and that was probably it so one year when me and kelly went on like our first cruise i knew that the concept of bingo we were gonna gamble and i knew that that was on the cruise ship i knew kelly we we knew at that point there was a casino on the cruise ship which was pretty appealing to us honestly (laughs) so but other than that no i my family was never in a gambling i never played cards or anything like that so it, it was kind of a new experience to go out to. It
3: was funny the first time I took him to a casino events. I mean, he's like, eh, <laughs> what do I do? You're going to put money in that thing? Why?
1: No. And the way she gambles, and the way she gambles, for her to throw in 100 after 100 after, I'm like, what the fuck? And then she would hit something. And I'm like, oh, and she would look at me with like, Mm hmm. She's like, you should play because, you know, beginners are like, I'm "I'm not throwing money in there like that. Have we told
3: the story about the first time when I went to go? Have we told that story about when I I went to go see the host and I'm like, here, play this for me. And you so you were playing the max max for me and you hit
1: that was a different time. I think we've told that one though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he, it was like he he ended up hitting five thousand dollars, and he he calls me while I'm like waiting to see my host, and he's like, "Get back here! You need to get back here right now!" I don't know what's going on, but you know, no, I was like, like "I don't coming.
1: have a. I don't. This is not my card in here, so you need to get here." And you just left, and I'm like, "Hey, this is not gonna work out well." They're like, oh. "Hey, let me see your card and your ID." I was like, "Oh shit! I knew it's gonna happen." So, yeah. And but you, the, you
0: know what? Now you guys actually brought something up too. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It just clicked with me. My mom was a huge bingo person.
1: Really? Like, okay. She was the
0: type that went to all the high schools, the Catholic schools. You know, Tuesday was McCarthy or, or whatever it was. <laughs> Friday was this school. And, you know, at the time, you know, I remember her hitting a jackpot. It might have been like 250 bucks at like one of these little schools or whatever. Yeah. And she was excited. But then one of the casinos here um, – they started, you know, one of the Indian reservations, they started offering bingo. Mm-hmm. And once they did that, she was hooked. She would go two, three times a week. Yeah, and because they they, money, they yeah. offer,
3: like, possibly a $2,000 jackpot. Right, to, right. You know,
0: like exactly. Big, and big, then big there was, I remember my mom talking about, you know, there's $47,000 must go. And yeah. I,
4: didn't,
0: <laughs> I didn't know what the hell that meant. But mm-hmm. now, you know, I understand what it was she was talking about. So actually, I had it on both sides, but Damn it, I yeah. wasn't. Because I wasn't eighteen, I didn't yeah. experience that with my mom. Right. But now that you said bingo, I remember her always going, and I, I, it never clicked with me until right now. Actually, that I it was in my blood. There was no way I had. Yeah. There's it no out. way out for you. Yeah. But, and so yeah. So as maybe that's why my dad was teaching me cards at the kitchen table. Maybe mom was gone bingoing. I, right. I mean, that could possibly be why. How I awesome. don't I don't know. So. That's awesome.
1: Awesome. So one of the other topics I wanted to run over with you guys is, you know, what the future is going to look like. And obviously, there's so much stuff coming up online. Me and Kelly have been reading so much different angles that people are going to be taking in the casinos on the casino side. So, you know, we obviously got questions for you. I got questions for both of you. And, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, the yes, a lot of them are opening, but also on the sad side is we lost one recently with, the Colorado Bow, which I really liked in Laughlin because, right. you know, the whole boat aspect of it, I thought that was really neat. But they recently permanently closed Close. and, you know, everything's getting ready to open and, you know, locally and in Vegas. What that's going to look like is going to be kind of tough for a lot of us, you know, uh casino goers because that's.
3: And for two, true degenerates, it's not going to matter. Like my mom, no, yeah, she's right. like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. T- check my temperature. Yeah. I'll wear a paper mask. Yeah. I need to gamble. Yeah. For more social people, I think it's going to be more discouraging. You know, like if I go play blackjack, I I want to talk to people. Uh, I like to talk to people. I like to have fun. I like to, you know, socialize. That's going to be way different if you have to have a mask on in your own little cocoon of plexiglass. It's maybe not going to be the same if you're meeting a group of friends and they're like, let's go to the palace and drink and have fun and play. It's not quite going to be the same as it used to be.
0: It's not even going to be close to right. what it used to be. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the, for people out there that are getting ready to go gamble because they can't wait and stuff, the image that you had of gambling mm-hmm. erased that because it will not look anything like what you were used to. Right. It might even become not fun to you. I, I mean, yes. truthfully, I sent, I sent you guys that video. Right of the plexiglass at the at the blackjack tables and stuff and Mm -hmm. just getting your opinion of what you think i think it's i don't think it's good no for multiple reasons the biggest reason is you're going to tell me that germ isn't going to jump over that goddamn glass (laughs) i mean seriously and for two Look at the responses that I was getting. That wasn't even the ones that – you 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 know, you guys saw the responses out in the open where yeah. people were like, I don't want to play that game. Right. It's not fun. It's not social. It's not anything. That hadn't – that wasn't even close to the DMs I was getting. The DMs were just like, are you kidding me? This is what it's going to come – so I don't know. Um, truthfully, I, I keep hearing that the tables, they're going to have three people max. Mm-hmm. There's going to be the plexiglass between the dealer and the players. Right the players in between each of the three players, there's going to be plexiglass. So, but usually when somebody's gambling, there's two or three friends standing behind them. What are we going to do with those people? Exactly. Yeah. And, and
1: that's, and that's one thing I wanted to touch on is how much it's going to change everything because we are so, especially myself, like Kelly said, I like to talk. I like to talk to everybody. Mm -hmm. I don't care who you are. I'm going to find out who you are at some point. And that's what I like about the blackjack tables. And, Looking forward to what that looks like with group trips and stuff that we like to take part in. Right. But also, you got to think the craps tables, the poker tables, how much everything is going to change. I'm
3: curious about craps, actually. Because nothing's been said. Well, I've seen the poker
0: table.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Right. I've seen the poker table. I've I've seen seen, the craps table. Have you seen the craps table? I haven't seen the craps table. Is there there, plexiglass There's something.
0: There's something about the craps table. Craps might die. I I mean...
3: I actually I, hadn't even thought I about it. I so don't right see now. it happening
0: because people die hard crap people are different than any other people. I mean, they they live and die at a craps table. Exactly. I mean they really do compared yeah. to other you know, blackjack players, slot players, whatever. Craps people are a very specific superstitious type of person. Well and especially would,
3: because everybody
0: they want high fives, they want Well
3: and everybody so gets what, to handle the dice. Like, you're right, handling exactly. the dice. Are they going to make us wear gloves?
0: Right. Well, and, you know? but that's not even... But think about it, Kelly. How's that different than the chips? The chips is
1: the big Oh, part. yeah. The chips is what I thought about
3: right. instantly. You know?
0: Okay, so let me ask you. I just lost $20 in a blackjack hand. The dealer took my chips, put it in the tray.
3: Right.
1: You don't get a One pass, hand
0: right. later, you won $20. Now you have his $20 right. in chips. They right. weren't cleaned in between it. Right. And just to... So test- what is that plexiglass exactly doing? Well, yeah. I don't... I don't
3: I- I'm guessing they're going to miss those chips every once in a while, every 30 minutes, or do something. Don't you think? They're, they're going to put something...
1: Like a wash or something? No. Something. Nope. Uh,
3: yeah.
0: Nope. It's too much. It's an extra step.
3: Think, right? Yeah. It's not even... It's not
0: even. For one, time-consuming, it, it's, it's going to make it virtually impossible to do it. Right. But why am I going to wash the chips every 30 minutes when the second I hand it to you, it doesn't matter again? Yeah. You've got to hope in the 30 minutes that... There's no disease on it before we wash it again. It, it it logistically that doesn't make any, and logically it doesn't make any sense.
1: Yeah, and the plexiglass is a big thing for people right now. Is that's because that's what's discouraging more to a, people. Yeah, but
3: I think the plexiglass for businesses, um, whether it be a casino, whether it be a restaurant, whether it be your supermarket, yeah, it's a perception thing. If you if I'm going in there, they want you to feel like you're safe. Yeah, because um, right. you're right. I think. You know, what is plexiglass going to do if, you know, same thing, if I'm giving somebody food at a restaurant yeah. um, and even if I have gloves on, if I went and touched something that
0: went back to your station, that hadn't been
3: sanitized right. and I went back and touched their, their food again or touched their plate or touched the table, you know, things happen. Um, I think a lot of it is perception on trying to make America feel safer. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I I mean,
0: I I want the plexiglass there as well. Don't don't feel that I'm shitting on it. I I do understand it and I do want it. But I just we're fooling ourselves if we think we're okay. That's the best way I can put it. When you guys go into this casino and you gamble, I'm going to tell you the truth. You're not just gambling with money. You're gambling with your lives. And it's the truth. That's going to piss off people. It's going to polarize people. But it's the truth.
3: I think that's, you it. Are, that's you if you go, go anywhere, you know, if, if you're going to a restaurant. Kelly, same now hold things. on.
0: If You can't tell me that a casino is not dirtier in general than any other place you go to.
3: I, I truly, Vince, the believe money, that. The money, the
0: chips, No, the tables, I believe it's you know.
3: how you carry yourself. If you are sanitizing your hands, if you have your antibacterial stuff with you, if you are not touching your face, you know, the, the CDC reports that I have read, and I we just had this talk with my, my dad last night. 80% or something crazy, if you're not touching your face, the chances of you getting anything, I mean, go down like by moons and stars. It's crazy. So if you're right, taking but- those extra steps, it doesn't matter where you're at. You know, it doesn't matter if you're at the beach, if you're at a restaurant, if you're walking outside your house and talking to people right, that but you have I'm seen. also
0: sure that you saw pictures this weekend of everybody that was at beaches or out in the parks, it, they weren't social distancing. How many didn't have masks on already? Right. Everybody seems to think that this, oh, we're all reopening everything up, it's gone. It's not gone. But look at the pictures from this weekend, from all across the country. There's no masks, they're crammed in places, they're elbow to elbow. They're, I mean, look at it, look at the beaches from down south, just this past weekend.
3: And I think it's something that even, only... Pismo Be-
0: even Pismo, oh, Even yeah. Pismo, who week. relies on tourist money, is saying, is, I don't know if you guys saw the article, it said, people from the Central Valley, please don't come.
3: Right, yeah, and it was packed. As bad uh, as they don't want them. And you can see the Central Valley did not listen.
4: Right, <laughs> right. That's exactly. Ultimately so what
0: that's want. what I'm saying, Kelly. You're saying that as long as you don't touch your face and you're 80% this and that. What are you going to do the first time somebody sneezes or coughs next to you? Seriously.
3: You're going to get your antibacterial stuff out and you're going to wipe.
0: And you think that's going to do it?
3: Yeah. Well, that's the reason that you can't sit next to each other, right? That's the reason why they put the plexiglass up. So if somebody sneezes, it's not at you. So if
0: somebody sneezes on the plexiglass, I don't want to be the one to clean it up.
3: Somebody that works there is going to be the one that's cleaning it up. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's something. And, that, you know. and
0: that's the sadness of this.
1: So on the subject of plexiglass, do you guys think that it's gonna be more of a Vegas thing to pe- make people feel more safe, or it's gonna be everywhere at every casino?
3: Well, we know the the Valley casinos already have it up, like the yeah. the, the video. But oh, I'm
1: talking the, casinos everywhere. Is yeah, gonna oh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a thing. Oh, yeah, it's gonna be a thing everywhere. The
3: ones a, the, well, one the one that opened in Sacramento already.
0: Originally... Yeah, the video that I had sent
3: out. Yeah, the, that Sa- one, the Sacramento one. They Vegas. already have everything up.
1: And I see, and I could yeah. see the Vegas side. Like I was telling Kel yesterday, and her dad, I said I could see the Vegas side of things, and them being like extra safe. And after we talk about this segment, I will be throwing an audio from Station's Casino. They mm-hmm. released a video today about their approach and how they're going to be working fighting COVID. So moving forward. And and they have an interesting approach. A lot of people on Twitter are like, hell no.
4: So I will throw that in here. For over 40 years, we've been grateful to be your home. And very soon, we'll be able to open our doors once again. As we anticipate the reopening of your favorite station, casino, or wildfire, we want you to know that we've been hard at work preparing a safe and fun environment for not only our guests, but our team members as well we've worked tirelessly consulting outside medical experts to enhance our already high health and cleanliness standards that meet or exceed governmental standards. Here are just a few ways we're playing it safe, so you know what to expect when we open our doors back up. All team members will be required to undergo FDA-authorized COVID-19 testing prior to returning to work and will be tested at regular intervals thereafter. State-of-the-art thermal scanners will be installed at all guest and team member entrances at all resort properties. Team members or guests confirmed to have a temperature over 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit or 38 degrees Celsius will not be allowed entry and will be directed towards appropriate medical care. Physical distancing. Restaurant tables, slot machines, and other physical layouts will be arranged to ensure appropriate distancing. Guests will also be advised to practice physical distancing by standing at least six feet away from any guests that are not part of their party. Frequent cleaning. The frequency of cleaning and disinfecting has been increased in all public spaces, communal, gaming, and dining areas with an emphasis on frequent high contact surfaces. Additional hand sanitizer stations. Hand sanitizer dispensers will be placed at key guest and team member contact areas team member protective equipment. Appropriate personal protective equipment will be provided to all team members based on their role and responsibilities. Masks and gloves are available for guests at the security podium. Hospitality is at the heart of everything we do. These unique times present a new way of business, and that's okay. Comfort and well-being of our team members and guests remains our number one priority. We're family, and we can't wait to welcome our family back home.
1: That's the thing is Vegas in general, because it's a tourist destination, mm-hmm. they're gonna go over and above to make sure you're feeling comfortable and they you need know, you to yeah, come and hell, yeah. not only hell, yeah.
3: play there, but stay in their rooms yeah, and there. play in the yeah. and shop in their, yeah. you know, stores. They yeah. need that economy to be brought into that state. Right. That's what their state well, lives on.
0: The the one thing I, I haven't seen is have they said anything about the shows over there? Are is everything are the shows still gonna be not operating? Not, I don't think Not that yeah. I've
3: heard. I have I, haven't I heard did read an going. article
0: today
1: about the show people and the suffering they're going through right now, but also in that category, I saw the weed industry. So I don't know how much <laughs> of that's actually true. So right. I mean, it, there's but that that's an interesting topic and I would love to talk to anybody that's in that realm in the Vegas area. Right. That would be really cool to do. Do you guys think casino patrons are going to, you know, take a break on or even just put the brakes on going to the casinos in the beginning, or do you think they're gonna be their ass doors open? How do you think that looks, you guys?
3: You know, it really just depends how they've been throughout COVID so far. You know, I've I've heard older people like, I don't care if they lift the shelter in place, which you know our our county did today. They lifted shelter in place, and they're like, I'm still not going out. I'm not going to a restaurant. I'm not going, you know, to a social gathering. I'm not. I'm not doing it because it's not safe in in my own opinion and then there's others like my parents that are like nope we're there let's go (laughs) you know i i really just think and you know my parents my parents are not they're probably totally opposite of you vince they're they're like you know what if it's my time i'm it's my time i'm you know i'm i'm not gonna be afraid and i'm not gonna sit in my house that's just their mentality of i'm i'm not gonna be afraid of it there's others that are more cautious especially if they already have weakened immune systems That are like, I'm not doing it because I'm more susceptible. You know, I think it's everybody's personal preference.
0: And I understand your parents' feelings on that. I I really do. But what people aren't getting is it doesn't just affect you. That's my thing. It's not just affecting you.
3: No, like in in our personal cohort, I'm going to say, my parents are the ones that are probably most susceptible because of their age. You know, like Mm -hmm. the reports, you know, that are coming out from the CDC say if you're, you know, under 50 and you're a child, like your chances of getting are very, very small compared to those with weakened immune systems and the elderly. So out of our our little cohort of family, they are probably the most susceptible, but they're the least scared, I believe. And so I think it's really just their personal preference. But, you know, we also have family that are like, I'm not leaving the house.
1: Yeah. Yeah, don't they're like, like, over, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. I'm not
3: coming over, don't come over. Like, Julian's sister for a while was like, I don't think it's a good idea, you yeah. know, I'm not sure, you know, like...
0: And then the following week, you she's know, I, I do You know, if right. it's, yeah. I don't know if it's my tide in New Jersey, because, you know, literally every person in my family is there or the New York area. Yeah. And they so got hit hard. It's bad. I look, at it. Bad. I look at it a little bit differently, mm-hmm. you know, that there's nothing other than food that is worth it. Right. Like, I, my family is not gone to see you know my wife and the kids they haven't gone to see any family members we haven't gone to the beach we haven't done anything we've stayed in the house and we've kept to ourselves you know other than the casinos are opening again we would still be continuing to do that it, right. it i i just i don't understand people are confusing that the flattening of the curve is we're okay there's still no vaccine there's still not the peak, they've moved it, is now supposed to be September. They said by the end of 2021, 1.2 million people would have died from this in the United States. That's the newest one from Fauci and all those guys. And everybody's going to DM me on Twitter and everything. this <laughs> And say you're a pussy and all that. I don't care. I don't want to do anything that could cost somebody else their life. Whether it's including my own or my children or anything else. I don't want to trust me. I want you guys to have a good time at a casino. I want you back. I want to be back. I but it's not going to be the same back anyway. Yeah.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: And all this quarantine that we just did, if we go and we escalate these numbers because we did it too soon, then all the quarantine we just did was for nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. So why did we do it?
3: Right. And I think it comes down to, you know, this whole thing is so new to everybody, the government, the people, you know, something that none of us in our generation have had to go through before. Yeah. You know, and-, well, and the biggest part, though, the biggest part that you're hearing from people, you know, they
0: can't, I'm a Republican as anybody can be. And again, I'm going to get more DMs from that shit. I don't care. I'm a Republican. <laughs> Even the, you know, I look at some of the Republican people, you know, they can't tell us what to do. And this is like taking our guns away. And I mean, seriously, right. that's your argument. You can't tell me what to do. You're a pouty, entitled, spoiled, rich American compared to the rest of the world. And you can't be told what to do because mm-hmm. it might affect others. Well, what does that have to do with me? Right. I, it, And that's the... the attitude that everybody has, what does it have to do with me? Until it's one of your family members that's living on a ventilator in a hospital room. You don't give a fuck. Right. And I will tell you now that we've already texted all the dealers and everything else and ninety nine percent of them were like, Oh my God, this is crazy. We can't go back. This is stupid. The dealers don't want to be back there. How good of a time do you think you're gonna have? Yeah. Well we're about to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Well I, I mean it's not going to be a fun atmosphere. No, nope. well,
3: and you it, know part of the reason isn't. I think, like we were, Julie and I were discussing, like when we didn't know if if some of the casinos were coming back right away, like I was like, I don't know if they can get all their people back because yeah. those people that have went on unemployment and they're getting this, you know, extra money, s- extra money for I don't, it's not called a stimulus, is it, or is it a nah. weekly extra to whether what other unemployment is, so they're getting an extra six hundred dollars a week to stay home. You know, like they're like, F this. I'm making more money staying home, doing nothing and being safe than exposing myself and going having to go to work for eight hours a day.
0: Uh, Let me ask you this. You both have been gambling at a blackjack table where the dealers sucked. They weren't in a good mood. They had a frown on their face. You could tell they didn't want to be there. Was it fun? Never is. Okay, so what are you going to do when there's a whole shift of them?
3: I'm
1: going to the fucking slots.
3: That's what I'm doing. I'm going to hope they're not lucky and I win, and I still don't have to tip the motherfuckers because they're being not nice. So if you're not social, then you don't make no money. Now,
0: now, as a manager, I'm going to tell them, you know, put on your fake happy face and everything else. But you know, the minute that a dealer is there and they're dealing cards and somebody coughs, picture that being you. How would you feel? Well, they
3: have plexiglass in front of them, so they should feel safe. They should be safe. I think most, a lot of it was for the employer or employees that they both put these sides. things in fact. Yeah, it yeah,
1: should be both sides, right.
0: Right, but what I'm saying is put yourself in that dealer's place. I, I can't, I, how am I going to yell at them when they're, when they're going to be in more direct contact than anybody?
3: See, I, I, think, I, I don't know. I don't think I get what you're talking about, though, Vince, because if they, somebody sneezes, they're sneezing at plexiglass around them and in front of them. It's not even close to the dealer.
0: It, okay but you got chips and everything else you you think that the germ just stuck to the plexiglass it didn't go around it didn't well, go I, over I'm, it?
3: I'm guessing by the time you guys open your management would give you protocols to tell these dealers how to handle that so well, they don't are, so they don't freak out so we, you guys will have to go through some kind of protocol but their dealers
1: them. are going to have masks too so i mean this is something they're willing to you know or give the, dealer, going back well, to work. give the
3: dealer's Julian,
0: gloves. Well, okay, the, Julian, let me ask you yeah. this. You told me yourself that you were contemplating whether to go back to work or not. And that's just in a kitchen. okay? Yeah. And no, nothing wrong with the kitchen. But I'm saying you don't have people in your face. And you're still contemplating, should I do this?
1: Right. But we also now, got... Now picture
0: it as a dealer.
1: But as that dealer, you're knowing going back in... When you sign up to go back in, that's going to be a part of your shift, that somebody's going to either sneeze, and in between you, your mask and that person that's wearing a mask is also that plexiglass and stuff that should be sanitized. And if it's that much of a concern, the the
3: dealer should wear gloves. So even if they're touching the... I don't think
1: they can wear gloves. Touching the They can. Is that a thing?
0: I I don't know how... That's going to be hard. It's hard enough to cut chips with your regular hand. Yeah. Or dealing you know, cards in general, you know, yeah. would be
3: surprised. These, these new gloves, the way it. they fit, They're it's not bad.
0: That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, your fingertips are never just right in the gloves, usually. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest part of when you're dealing. So I, I, I don't know. There's the a finger, lot of questions that those, are going
1: to... Uh, there's those little fingertip mm-hmm. things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Those, yeah, the, okay, yeah. yeah.
0: I didn't even think but about I, it. But I, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm I just putting it out there. Like you figure I, I, the... I, Thousands I don't
3: know. and thousands I'm, of dealers that are going to be out there all being exposed to the same thing. They're going to come up with something that makes it safe for them. They're not going to be like, hey, hang hey, you but- out to dry, guys. They're not going to do it because, right, because but- when you come back and then you get um, one person that becomes test positive, you're either a whole casino closes down or you're going to get a lawsuit. So these casinos are going to be thinking of everything under the sun yeah. and collaborating with other casinos to make sure all the safety... Safety nets possible are in effect for their employees. So here's
1: so here's here's the next part of it that's interesting. Now this is a big one, Vince. You talked about sneezing, and this is why I knew this was gonna be good because we got both sides of it. We got us as the casino people, and Vince, that's on the casino on, from the casino side of it. That's why I knew this whole talk was gonna be good. Here's the here's an interesting point. And as a smoker, smoking gets banned in casinos. Like, I, and mind you, guys, going into this. I'm not upset. Kelly knows. I can give a shit whether I can't smoke in a casino or not. I'm totally fine with going outside. But we've even seen the Bally's smoking rooms and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And obviously that would take more on the casinos to install. But what does that look like? Do you think people can still smoke or is that banned totally too?
0: I I think that's number 1,000 on a list of 2,000. I, I haven't even heard anything on that. I... I Right now, the biggest thing is getting people in as safely as possible. Um, There's going to be things that come up that we're just, until it comes up, we don't know. Yeah. I I, I mean, we really don't. The the smoking has always been an issue. Yeah. But look at how dead some of those non-smoking rooms are. Sometimes they're packed and sometimes there's one person in there.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So I don't know. Um, the plexiglass is going to be weird because there's going to be a guy sitting down and then three people standing five feet behind him. I guess I I don't I don't know. I I don't. There's going to be waiting lists on every table. Is that how it's going to? I I don't know that answer. <laughs> um, you know, there's going to be obviously there's going to be some protocol meetings I have to go to before we open back up. Yeah. Um, they've already They've already talked about that. Um, they're going to take our temperature, all all that type of stuff. Right. But. There's so many unanswered questions from both how we're going to run yeah. and how much do we really know about this disease.
1: And I think that's what's you know, really I, cool I, about it. I don't know. That's, that's what's really neat about this is going into this, like we've never realized how fucking dirty we are at the casino in general or just every day, like how much cleaner we can be touching our face and all that stuff. And, we, and like her dad was saying to me yesterday, you know, if people wouldn't touch their face, I said, Mike, you realize how much time we touch our face in a day without knowing it, you know, that's impossible. Right. But on the same end of it, like it's, it's changing everything. So that's, what's neat is to learn how we all get through this together. You know, the CDC, the health, the health people, everybody on the casino side of it, the, you know, the operations, the restaurants, everybody, because this is all a learning curve for everybody to learn together. And I think that's, what's pretty cool is how do we, you know, do this and work through this. So, There's a lot of questions.
0: There's, you know, a couple episodes ago, you know, Kelly was talking about, you know, things are bad when heaven and hell, which was the casinos and the churches. You know how once those are closed, you know, things are bad. Well, right now they're saying, okay, churches can be open no more than 25 percent maximum or 100 people, whichever is less. But you're telling the casinos, however many of you want to come, come on down. Explain that to me.
1: Yeah, and is there a wait? And well, what you does know, that like, like? Yeah.
3: these casinos that are open right now, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, Vince. They're all they're all Indian run, correct?
0: Yeah, so, I mean, other than the card rooms, the card rooms right? are. But those are in the city. So you know? those
3: places can set their own because they I,
0: can. But they also just because they're sovereign nations there's still a working relationship and benefits from the state. At any time the state could say, "You know what? Those fire trucks, you don't get them."
3: No, but I mean if you if you
0: that if, type of stuff. If yeah. as a
3: sovereign nation, they would like to put in their own 25 50% protocols, they can. They they can set their own standard as long as it's right, above but, what but the government government is saying. But at the
0: same time, you know that's not going to happen. And I get it because I'm on the management side, the executive side. Because it's I about know the dollar we, when it
3: comes down to the dollar. I idea, know we need the dollar. money.
0: I do. I, I know we need the money, and I know as a business, but if everybody's dead, you're not bringing any money in either. So I don't know. I don't know yeah. the answer or the right way. Yeah. But I, I, think, think it's, I, but I will say this it's too soon. But 100% I, it is too soon.
3: I think that what you just said is 100%. You don't know because that they don't know and i think that's nobody it nobody knows Nobody yeah. knows. Nobody like, okay, knows so yeah. and that's no, like the republicans Democrats. nobody
0: knows but if nobody knows how do you say okay go ahead
3: uh, and it comes down to the dollar it yeah. always it's gone right, so that, long that you know they pushed that stimulus they pushed <laughs> the what 3 trillion dollars or yeah. w- whatever went out
0: Right, right they're trying to uh, get the second one well, right. too
3: and now i think they're realizing if we keep the economy in these states down any longer we're not going to be able to to pull out of this. We're not, we're not going to be able to crawl out of this hole at all.
0: And I get it. And and, yeah. and like I said, from the business side of it, I get it. I want us open with all my heart. I want us open. But at the same time, it's not even going to be the same open.
3: Right. And I, unfortunately, I think that you're in the minority, because there's so many people that have been protesting to want to get out and and open things up
1: and that's because they've been trapped for two months. You know what I mean? That's, that's the get out now fast and be there.
0: This is what I told you back in, in April and March, once the weather gets good, they're going to fight. They're going to struggle to get out because it's going to be nice weather. And you remember, I was telling you that Yeah, everything's okay now. Everybody's fine with, okay, quarantine me. I get it. But at the time it was rainy It was 50 degrees, 60 degrees, maybe 70, 80, 90, and now it's 100. Get me out of this house. I'm going crazy. I'm going 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 crazy. crazy. Well, it just gets
3: coupled with once you've been there, you know, a couple weeks off is great, three weeks off is great. Once you have your kids home and you're home for two months, (laughs) you're like, I either need to get the F back to work. Or, you know, something needs and, to happen because that, everybody's kind of going insane. And that was
1: one of the talks we had. We had a meeting at work this week. We're getting ready to open up soon, too, the restaurant and get all that going back. And, and that was one of the talks is, you know, hey, you know, if you guys take a trip and come back, like you guys let us know so you know you, we don't have to keep you around anybody. But that was one of the big things is like, hey, we don't know how to work through this or right. what to expect. Like, we're all fucking learning together. And that's what was neat about them is there's no right or wrong, guys. Like, we're going to... Everybody's navigating through foreign waters. You know,
3: everybody's trying to learn. We're gonna learn
1: through this together, and that's what was really cool. Is like, hey, you don't be the fuck up. You don't think you're the one that's doing anything wrong. We're gonna find out every day what we're doing better or what we need to do better. So yeah, you guys, it's it's a really interesting. Right, but, but
0: one thing that you're not thinking about though, Julian, is if it's incorrect. You cost lives.
1: Yeah. But at this point, that's I mean, I think that's uh, what uh, they're willing to put out because if they're I, opening
0: I, I mean, everything, it's going to happen. I can't right. fight it any more, any more than I have to go back to work. I get it. I understand it. Yeah. Do I like it? Am I happy about it? No. It has nothing to do with, you know, you guys know my situation it has nothing to do with the unemployment or anything like that. I, yeah. I, it's just I'm, I'm worried that it's too fast. It, it's too quick. And, the, it's... The, and, and I've talked to all the other managers, not one other manager said this was the right idea, the right, the right decision, but we have to honor it and we have to go with it and we have to put a smile on our face and I get that and I will, and I'll try and keep my dealers as positive as I can or whatever. But I, the, the thing is, it, it's like you're in a test lab and the only way that you're going to find out is when somebody catches it. And you know, when one of us has it, there's going to be 10 of us that have it. Yeah. And that's, that's going to be, be the interesting be part it.
1: to see how this works over the next month or so, you right. know, because obviously numbers will go up, right. hospital reports, everything, all that stuff. But And it is.
3: It's if it's you're around gonna, somebody that tests positive. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know, the incubation or factor is like what, seven to 14 days. So you don't know immediately if you if you do have it. You know, we had the county next to us just two days ago. They had one hundred and thirty reports, new reports of people testing positive for covid 115 of those 130 were from the prison in that county <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know that and so, those and numbers are going day. to be yeah exponential as well
0: right and, and then and that's the thing like they could take my temperature every day but the one day that i go in and i have the raised temperature and let's say i do have it it's too
3: late, right? Because that means everybody's been there or four days. That's and I right. probably had it. That's yeah. right.
0: So I, this is.
3: Yeah, I feel you, Vince. Be we safe ve-
0: everybody.
3: We're Take venturing. Take of
0: yourselves.
3: Yeah, we're venturing into the unknown. You yeah. know, and um, I don't. I I feel both sides. You know, I feel like yeah. I I don't. And I think part of it for Julie and I, we haven't had anybody knock on wood. We haven't had anybody close to us get it. So we haven't had and to I see it, and I think
0: that's a and I think that's a big and part I do, yeah, I really the do difference over here. Yeah, because you because there hasn't been anything yeah, really I mean, affected.
3: We've seen the videos of people, you know, saying you'll never want this. My son, my, my son has it. This is what he went through, and you know, your heart breaks for them. But in, until you see you, somebody personally that you love and know and family that are going through it, it's a different mindset right. as well. Because I, you know, you're absolutely right. If we had somebody in our family that got it, I'd be like, f no, this is wrong. We're not going back to work. Nobody's going to school. Everybody's staying here. And and I I totally so I don't bash people that are saying, hey, we need to stay home. This is too soon. But I also don't bash the people that are saying, hey, government has to open. Cities have to run. Economy needs to, you know, trickle in because, you know, we have to get this cycle going again. And
0: and truthfully, that's where I'm at, too. Like, I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to put my family, my friends, my coworkers at risk. I don't. But I'm on the other side. I get it. Right. I know why we have to. Yep. I, I, I really do. So even though I sound like, no, 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 which deep in my heart, that's where I'm at. We don't need to do this, blah, blah, blah. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the country's slowly dying. I get it. I, I don't know. It's, to me personally, it seems like gambling's on the way down list of what we need to do.
1: And that's, it, and it, that's it, funny you're saying it that way because I told Kelly, I was like being – somebody who got the podcast going because we love the group meet us we love to talk about the good times we have like This is gonna change a lot of stuff. This is the whole approach yeah. over the next what let's say Man. year year or so It's gonna definitely be different at the casino And, and
0: our industry our industry is it, it maybe it's gonna struggle Yeah, I'm not saying it's gonna fold people will always want to gamble or right. whatever, right? But but look at how many people like I said in that video told me no fucking way am I gambling on a blackjack table like that with the plexiglass and the three people. It might kill it. I don't know.
1: It does say something about
0: being able to stay home and do it on your phone. Maybe maybe it's just down to slots and sports betting. Maybe maybe that's what happens. I I don't know.
3: And if that is is the case, well— Will sports betting come to California more more quickly? Quicker. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, it's already gonna it's
0: already gonna be on the ballot. In right. November. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading it everywhere. So. Yeah, but awesome. that's something Let's else we see. haven't talked about. Right. Like,
3: what about longevity, guys? Vince, what do you think? How long do you think this will last with these safety protocols that we're doing? The new normal, quote unquote, that they're calling it.
0: We don't. Well, I would imagine they have to at least keep the protocols until the vaccine and the vaccine is 18 months to two years. I heard two years
3: for. Well, you know what? I've heard two years on a normal when they when they test a normal vaccine, two years, but that they're already trying to fast track some vaccines. Um, But you're right. Yeah. By the time you got everybody vaccinated, you're talking a good two years. Do you think these this quote unquote new normal with the masks and gloves and things, you think that those protocols would last that long?
0: I would think it would have to because if you have so these little – you're going to get these little spikes. You're going to get these little, you know, oh, there's 200 new cases today just at the casino. OK, we need to shut it down for three weeks right. maybe. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, because – I mean, but Russia- look at Dr. Dr. Fauci, the, the leading guy for the country, the one that's on TV every day. He's saying this fall is going to be the most – how do you put it? The most deaths – Because of this. We haven't even hit that stage yet.
1: And And now
0: we're all going back to normal. And so if we go back to normal, and he's already predicting the spike before the go back to normal part, it's going to spike it even more. So then what becomes the new protocol? I don't even know what that becomes then like i i don't does everything shut down a second time i i don't even know right
1: right and that's what's interesting to see is how this works out over the next month or so Mm -hmm. because everything's opening up does the spike go back up does it get worse are we back to square one back at home
3: can the curve continue to flatten or is it gonna it it, it is
1: it's and and for the listeners like I really hope you're enjoying this because it is there's you're getting all sides of it and that's what we want to get from you is what are your thoughts about all of this the casinos opening up would you be going would you feel comfortable is it clean enough for you are you gonna go first day wait a lot of questions for you guys. Obviously, this is going to wrap this one up. We're already at 55 minutes, guys. <laughs> like, uh, so, And I know Vince is going to be over recording with our buddies Eric and Tim from The Better Life. So have fun with them. Let them know we say hi. Shout out to um, The Better Life. Yes. Um, also, on top of that, I do have plans for the next episode already. I see that already being a recap of the casinos that we've went to check out. Because, well, of course, we're going to do our recon work and go check out the casinos. But we are going to wear masks and be super safe. And also, we, we, we feel will...
3: compelled to do our due diligence for, the, for, for all of the podcast, listeners. For yes. Just for the listeners. We're doing, we're doing, this doing for due you.
1: Not for you, Vince. For the listeners, okay?
3: Shut
0: up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do want to say one thing. Um, yeah. Even though it sounds like I don't want... I, I do. I, I want you guys to come back. I want you to have a good time. I want the, the casino to thrive. I, I really yeah. do. I just don't want it to be at the cost of somebody and and that that's my biggest thing like there's no amount of dollars that the business makes that to me is worth somebody's life so I'm very passionate about it because I don't want to lose anybody yeah and for the dealers out there that you got to go back to work I I sympathize with all of you stay safe because 90% of us men were famous for that in the public restrooms (laughs) we don't wash our hands when we pee already Rose if you see something (laughs) Tell somebody, okay, help help us. You know these casinos opening up. Help us keep it clean. Help us keep you safe. Help you us help something, you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Stay safe on your own. But if you see something or you think there's something we can do better, let us know. See, and that's Please. funny
1: you're saying it that way because I do. I, I I, it it brings up an interesting fact. Before we recorded, you mentioned you know Jay, you might have to delete some of the shit, Vince. As much as you feel like. You don't want people to take you for the wrong way of thinking about it this way. There's plenty of people that are thinking the same exact way as oh, yeah. you, and the oh, yeah. same exact way as us, and the same exact way as both of us on both sides, where we're like, and we see we both live, sides of it. That's why
3: we live in America, yeah, I mean, so we can all have our yeah. opinion. And, and
1: so, as much as you think you don't want to sound like the bad person, there's probably hundreds and thousands of people that are agreeing with you and thinking me and Kelly are the fucking stupid ones for going to the casino this <laughs> well, week. So, well, I mean, even, it's interesting. Even
3: the beach, you know, just quick little tidbit, and I don't know if you're going to add this or not. Oh yeah, Julian posted, like, you know, we've been cooped up for two months had to take a had to you know get escape last
1: week guys not this week while it was super crazy okay last week field trip
3: for the kids it was part of their homeschool education somebody commented like they're contributing to the second wave this is why we're (coughs) gonna have a second wave (laughs) and i was like omg (laughs) you know and and i believe it's somebody we hadn't i don't don't know know. yeah Yeah, and i was just like You're going to have your your opinion, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, you're entitled to your opinion. We're entitled to take our family where we felt felt they were safe. We kept them distanced. We did lots of hand washing. Somebody's
1: always going to say some shit. Yes. Is what it is. And it
3: is what it is. You know, it's fine that you think that way, and it's fine that we're raising our children the way we're raising them, so... You know, it's all all good. Nothing but love for everybody. Second
1: wave, blame me, guys. Fucking Julian, (laughs) as Eric would say. I blame you for a lot of things. I don't don't (laughs) doubt it. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. (laughs) So on top of that, guys, again, so the next episode, we'll recap our trips, what we've experienced, what uh, we're hearing about Vegas and what's going on. Uh, I'm already thinking about interviewing somebody who works in Vegas and... That would be a good interview. I'm already thinking about that one since you guys mentioned somebody who's like in the show business and stuff like that. And hopefully it's
3: like not as long in between shows. Like God, you guys take a long break. Yeah, what
0: was this? Like a month?
1: Yeah, a month. (laughs) Some bullshit. Some fucking buddy wanted. Listen, (laughs) I (laughs) I I I find it so funny that somebody listen listen listen. listen. I find it so funny (laughs) that somebody's bitching about not doing it for so long, but want to go to the beach last week. Uh-huh, yeah okay uh-huh okay did nothing to say yeah okay anyways guys i hope you guys enjoyed this and until next time you guys can find us on twitter on facebook join the groups get a hold of us let us know your thoughts and feelings on the show and the episode recap everything with us and until next time guys cheers
3: cheers
0: be gentle on twitter at me cheers <laughs>
2: Use it in the wrong way. Now you can look the word up again and again. But the dictionary doesn't know the meaning of friends. And if you ask me, you know I couldn't be much help because a friend's somebody you judge for yourself. Some are okay and they treat you real cool. And some mistake your kindness for being the fool. We like to be with some because they're funny. Others come around when they need some money When we first went out together, we barely knew each other We had no intentions on becoming lovers But in no time at all, you became my girl Me and you, one on one, against the world Talking on the telephone for hours at a time And else I was at your house, or you was at mine And then came the arguments and all kinds of problems Besides making love, we had nothing in common It couldn't last longer, cause it started out strong But I guess we went about the whole thing wrong 'Cause out of nowhere, it just came to an end because we became lovers before we were friends. friends. Your boyfriend worked so tight, you took her out with you and your guy one night, she even had a set of keys to your home, and you shared mostly everything you owe, but as she shook your hand, she stole your man, and it was done so sweet, it had to be a plan, couldn't trust her with cheese, let alone your keys, with friends like that you don't need enemies, you wonder how long it was all going on, and you're still not sure if your bladder is gone. You say, well, if she took him, he was never mine. But deep inside you know that's just another lie. And now you are kinda cold towards people you meet. Cause it's something that was done to you by some creep. But nevertheless, I'll say it again, that these are the people that we call friends. Friends.